What's Going Down podcast listener. Welcome to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. And the show is going to be quite interesting today. I have the man, the legend, Ryan Castile, joining us today. Very excited. Me and him grew up together. We had a lot of fun back in the day, and now we've grown so much. To have such deep conversations is truly a blessing, an honor, and interesting, because we're really trying to just scratch at the surface of what reality is and what it is to the human. What is the human experience? And obviously, this podcast being about freedom of expression, freedom of thought, having genuine deep conversation together and trying to develop some kind of actual understanding and logic of why we think the way we do and how we got here as humans and what our role here is individually and collectively. So Ryan's going to help us do that a little bit. And I'm super excited because he's rolling in with a beautiful smiling face ready to talk about anything. So let's get rolling forth. We're rolling hard into symbiosis town on the now train with Ryan Castile on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Yeah, no, I really do. Yeah. I really think that you do a great job at the podcast. Uh, I think that you are in your element when you're in it, and I think that you do a good job of keeping distractions out of it. I mean, obviously, everyone gets off topic. Sometimes. I go way off topic. Everyone, I know. But everyone I try that. not to, though. But it it, and it it all comes from the same place. Uh-huh. Like I, even if I go on another tangent, it's because it started from the same conversation, and then I try to loop it all back around to where it actually makes sense. Why I said what I said, if in case someone didn't catch that, because yeah. I know I'm kind of I'm going, you know. <laughs> and I try not to. I like to be able to just talk things out. And no rush, but I get going and I start getting all excited and I start talking all fast, you know what I mean? And Yeah. yeah. I mean the pavement's moving and you gotta keep on those topics and yeah. then, you know, you gotta loop back around. Yeah. I just hit the ground running with my thoughts, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> you know. I think that's when you get some inspiration though. Yeah. Out of it. You you come to a point of reason and a point of uh understanding. I know for me it's uh it, it like circles back and I'm like, Oh yeah, maybe that's why I was thinking that, you know? And because I don't do a lot of uh, deep thought outside of conversation because it's more reading, it's more engaging. And if I do deep thought, it's probably because I, I, you know, I'm not engaging my mind in something. Uh-huh. Um, so or I'm purposely for that reason. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of this school has been reading books and, you know, diving into meditation and trying to understand what these words mean and like a contextual thing and you know when you do that you you gotta run around all the obstacles and yeah you know and then it's like wait oh that actually relates to me and i gotta you know incorporate that and understand it and build on it and you know push it out into a proper spectrum yeah yeah i feel like you're you're always just like absorbing information and stimuli right even if it's not like because you have to or not Mm -hmm. as a human we are absorbing stimuli all the time and we have to process it 
mm-hmm. and people with uh, or I shouldn't say it like that, but like people that have mental disabilities or whatever, they process it differently. Yeah. And then I think even further that everyone literally processes things differently. We just some of us can tap into the mainstream way of doing it, which is usually writing, reading, talking. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely was going to go the same same route. I think uh, you're definitely true on that. That we have. Our own perspectives, um, like we talked about before, we have our own worldview. Yeah. You know, like how we see things, how we perceive yeah. Talk about things. that. What do you mean? Like, what so, do you mean by worldview? Because we talked about, it, but we talked about it. So anyone you know? listening, yeah, uh, you know, so worldview is, is in best is the way we see the world. So what lens we see through uh, to understand or develop the world, or how the things in our life have impacted us and how we observe a situation so this is where you get the pro-life this is where you get the um what, what's the opposite pro pro-abortion or any of that se- sect um and you kind of develop that from what you think of things should be your morals your ethics and stuff like that and this is all the nature versus nurture kind of issue like are we born with that or do we learn that and so in that aspect, you know, we look at the world, either how we feel that's natural or how we feel that's been taught to us. Right. And, and sometimes it's a concept of both. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, like a dynamic. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a dynamic to it. I think the nurture definitely has a huge part in it, um, but it's how you relate to that. Right. Also is a, is a big part of it, too. So, but I mean, what, what's your stance on it? So people kind of get a another definition so they're not just leaning on mine yeah i feel like like when what i told you to and i still think that's just what i think like a uh, worldview is usually like from your standpoint how do you view everything around you not just even just like the way politics are and like society like you know literally like are you living in a good uh situation like you know are you are you a child that's growing up around drugs and mm-hmm. stuff you know what i mean like who knows what situation people could be in right their worldview will be altered drastically oh, because yeah. of that scenario on its own let alone what you hear on the tv on top of that let alone what the kids at school say growing up mm-hmm. and then you become maybe like never stimulated by reality you're mm-hmm. just in a fear zone all the time that could be your worldview you know, but I think that generally the worldview, what that means is obviously like from your perspective, how do you feel everything is going to play out? How is everything going? You know, because we fit into all this somehow. Mm-hmm. We like to think we're more important than we do, I think, as humans a lot of the time. But we do fit into this and we are living an experience. So we must be here to do something, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever that is. Right. Yeah. I like your, your standpoint. I think uh, it's a positive perspective that a lot of people um who have like ex- existential crises will not have that perspective. Right. And, you know, um, I think it's great to have that perspective that you feel that this longing that we are here for something, not for just because rocks made us or something like that. Yeah. You know, not because the cosmos just came here, together. here, man. You know, <laughs> let's just do nothing, man. Yeah. Like, you know, we are doing something. Yeah. Which it is takes crazy. a lot of energy to yeah. survive. Like yeah. grow your own food. Like imagine how we got here, bro. Yeah, I yeah I I have obviously you know I have a, a very biased view in it um, from my background and what I went through. Um, let me get the water. Hell yeah. Um, but obviously, uh, 
see, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> um, You're talking about your background, and you yes, might have a bias. Yeah, yeah, I obviously have a bias. Um, I have a biblical bias in my worldview. It's it's straight from the Bible, what it says. You know, and that's developing. Uh, you, you know, even the Bible is literal. You know, I still have to understand it, though. You know, everyone has their own understanding of the Bible. Right. Um, you know, whether that's against the Bible, whether it's with the Bible, but even the people inside the Bible have their own separate views and their own interpretations. And even a, two literal uh, believers of the Bible can have two literal definitions that are different. Right. So so I think that goes, like you said, with, with the way of life and everything. Um, your worldview is just every part of you, I think. And you cannot be yourself without your worldview coming into play. Right. So yeah. I think that's a big thing. You, I mean, you said the drugs. Uh, that's a huge thing, I think, too. And then if you take them, then, oh, it right. becomes even more. I mean, yeah. how many people you talk to that have tried LSD, let's just put in, for instance, uh, for once, uh, one time, their life has changed forever. You know, they, they always go Most back to that trip. Most people you talk trip. about it, yeah. Yeah, they always yeah. go back to the trip. Even if they didn't like it or never will do it again, you know, that experience changed them forever. Right. And it just, it, their cognitive uh, relays are firing different now, and they're understanding of things maybe skewed even because they believe this thing to uh be factual or they that one experience thing. yeah to be like a panacea meaning like it, it it's mm-hmm. all, all my answers are found now mm-hmm. and i see a lot of charlatans whatever you want to call it floating around on tiktok and shit talking about how you know man we just gotta all eat mushrooms like you know and it's like yeah but not everyone you have to understand and if you think you just ate them one time and now you're this this uh uh, pristine godlike human figure like yeah. you need to chill out i feel like when i eat mushrooms they humble me and make oh, me really? realize oh wow i'm very small and that's okay and i'm supposed to fill my little niche but i'm not supposed to focus on like it all revolves around me and what i think and why aren't you listening to me like i feel mm. like that's what's coming with society so i think a lot of people are using drugs and they're not understanding them right now that's what i think is happening right now too. yeah i think why uh, the world's getting even weirder and the way people are viewing things and perceiving things is because there might be you know like you said drop an acid and then end up in a conversation about gender like you know now they're freaking out man like they're like i don't even know how i feel like you know and then they're altered and then they're just talking yeah. about it like on repeat for like fucking months you know yeah i saw something i don't know if i want to get into it on here uh we don't have to but but just because i don't want to go yeah. like as far as uh you know bring it into religion but i, I saw something uh about balfamet uh who's one of the old goddess goat god with female and male and i, I you know oh, i wow. brought they brought it me to think it's like oh yeah you know a lot of these people that are transgender right now and you know i'm calling out a, a small section of the small section um, not labeling everyone, obviously, uh, because right. you can't do that. <laughs> right, I get what you mean. Uh, yeah. uh, but in in that aspect, a lot of them are, you know, into witchcraft and Wiccan and, you know, all that. And, you know, that strives from Balfamet. And so it's interesting on that. I, you know, it put me into a real thought, and I've been, you know, diving into that thought every now and then. But it, it's only been a few days that I saw that, and I was like, I really just never put two and two together. <laughs> I get what you mean. And now I feel like this is leading into, like, um, you were talking to me about portals yes. and how people are trying to open portals and shit, Yes, every, right? everywhere. Yeah. I think we're doing give me it some, all. So, Give me some examples because I'm really interested in that, dude. Like, And not like interested like I want to open a portal. I'm interested yes. in it because 
what's up with that? And I see too much imagery lately that literally directly relates to what you were telling me like a month ago. So I'm not going to say I know everything into it because sure. I don't I don't want to dive into that and learn it all. You know, at one point in my life, I did. Uh, you know, there was a book that got me interested. I think it was a, the Testament of Solomon um, or maybe the Book of Solomon. There's two. They're biblical or biblical-esque book, uh, kind of apocrypha kind of books. Uh, and they dive into Solomon's building of the temple. Mm-hmm. And they dive into Solomon's witchcraft, basically. Because that's what wise man means, is the people who were able to use rituals in, and do that. And so the Bible talks about magic. magic to, so to me, magic is a real thing. And it's always been a real thing in my life. Right. Uh and that could be because I've always been a biblical person, um, maybe not following as as a, as a true Christ believer should, you know. And I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I was not. I did many things that were not. <laughs> um, but uh, from that viewpoint, I learned that you know magic's real. I believe souls are a real thing. I believe we all have a soul. I believe spirits a real thing, but is different as we talk talked to about this late earlier. Um, right. And I believe that. We have a body also, you know, we have that dy- that three dynamic parts. And so they believe that using these rituals can bring up the spirit of uh, whatever they're calling upon, for instance. So like the old gods used to believe this too with their idols and all their rituals. And that's where you get these scarrings. Uh, the Bible even talks about it, how people would scar themselves, you know, for their witchcraft to gain power. And you'll see it in celebrities. You'll see it in anyone that is a part of the satanic cult or a cult or any of that kind of witchcraft, Wiccan. They'll have scars on them because it's part of the ritual to get blood magic involved into it. Whoa. Um, and so they really strongly believe on blood magic. I mean, so like they like cut their arm. Oh and yeah, they'll the blood, have like put it on a Ouija board or some weird they'll have shit cuts. like that. Um, I, I'm, see, I won't. I, I don't know. We don't need to I won't, go as, far, I won't but, go as far as that, but I, uh, I don't know the specifics of how they use it. But I do know blood magic is involved through their cuts. And I do know they use it in their uh, circles and stuff like that. And they'll use wow. it on items and stuff. Um, so the, I feel the, like I know this, but it's just so, weird to hear well, it, well, it also, out loud, right? It like, goes, it's like, wow, it, it just sounds so it is, wild. It is wild. And then you see a lot of people out there, like, like trying to promote witchcraft, acting like, oh, I'm a witch, like, on TikTok and shit. And yeah. it's like, no. Like, I don't think you realize what you're fucking with. Because yeah. it's something kind of more serious than I think you even realize as a modern teenager, you know, mm-hmm. talking on TikTok. Like, you I know? think there's a dynamic that's missed. And because the culture that we live in today that is so anti-biblical. Uh, like, you mentioned being a Christian and there's already this stereotype brought into the minds of people that they uh, judge, they don't love, they can't be a part of society, society is evil. And, you know, I, I really believe that society is evil, not as a whole of people, but as of a, a macrocosm of what we're doing in society. You know, we're at this uh, against God. You know, he can't be real because how much evil is in this world. You know, we're going against his standard of gender. Uh, we're going against his standard of life with abortions. And then we, the Bible can't even be authorized, even though there's tons and tons of research that prove that the Bible is most likely real. I mean, we listened to this man, Josephus. Uh, don't get me wrong on this. I think it was a few years, a, a few hundred years after Jesus. But he's an authoritative fig- figure in the Greek culture and Roman culture. Uh 
as being a historian. And we listened to him in a lot of aspects of uh, Aristotle and, you know, these people that wrote way after. But uh-huh. when it comes to the fact that Jesus was real, we, we throw it away, <laughs> even though he writes on it, too. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that society, that's, that's where we're at. But um, uh, this bl- the, the way that they do these rituals is, is very sinister because they... they do it for many reasons. I mean, like the Aztecans used to do this. Uh, I mean, a- any ancient civilization used to. And do it's this. for it's for like selfish uh, gain of some kind, obviously. Protection, right? like, yeah. Protection, okay, yeah, yeah. the protection. That's yeah. usually uh, wrath of gods. You know, we've heard that many times. We want to uh-huh. avoid the wrath of the gods. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's the whole reason was sacrifice was for right to appease the gods, and you know we wanted to look after ourselves is really what it was yeah right <laughs> um so that's that's why we do this ritual now it's more for power um which is still self-gain it, you know so they would like basically do some kind of ritual right like uh whoever's whoever's trying to whatever we don't have to call it a portal but they're trying to open this like doorway to safety or this doorway to something or like they're trying a, a connection to, to a something connection to gain power to get a piece of God's power or a piece Control of or power. Uh, well, it depends right? on your will. Your will. It depends on what you want. I mean, the Satanist uh, term is "do as thou will" or "do as that thou wants." You know, do what you want, basically. Uh, and so, it depends what you want to do it with. I mean, you can do it as a sacrifice to talk to the dead, as seances are. Or you can do it any any other sense, but uh, you know, in my aspect, I think that's so wrong and far from what we're doing because we're, in that sense, claiming that we can steal God's power. Yeah. In a sense, uh, there was a book recently. That's what makes me feel like it's more like control, because like I always felt like power's true, like hurricane, bro. Like you know, something that is beyond what we could imagine is our control. Mm. You know what I mean? Which would be like God, right? Mm. Like creating everything having some kind of oversight right versus just trying to like have it my way as a human being on the earth with other billions of other people like being like i want this to be the situation and the outcome for me and the people around me like now you're making weird decisions and i feel like it's more like control kind of like what politicians do they don't exude power they exude control they they take control like you Mm -hmm. know that's what I, I don't know. So I want to be in this position, in this platform, in this area where my word is said and people listen to it, but not in the sense that they listen to it just to go in the ear, but it actually seeps into their brain and right. becomes part of their thought and their idea. Yeah, I think if you're saying that, that's really interesting because it's actually what the Bible says about what the devil is trying to do to us with mm-hmm. his voice. If we listen to him, then we my teacher said it this this was a great way that i just like blew my mind when he said this so the aspect of spirit soul and body so we are a spirit we're all a spirit everyone's a spirit because we're made from god we're all made in the spiritual realm we do not come from this earth we come from a spiritual realm outside of this earth you know and that's what a lot of these lsd people see Uh and it's interesting that they don't correlate it ever into the bible because it's really to me it's just bad like mind-boggling that they don't see it because they go and they say we see these people uh you know these sky people and they're in a sense i would say in the second heavens so there's the first heavens which is the sky you know clouds and everything then there's second heavens which is the outer space atmosphere uh 
stars and star solar systems and then there's the third heaven that's where god resides and so to me they they sit in the second heaven is where they're at in this astral plane is a better way to describe it um and they think that they are like reaching these creators there's a lot of what people say you know i I saw these creators and then you know they they teach it to military guys now that to use a micro dosing of uh dmt to help you with your anxiety and your fear because mm-hmm. you speak to these beyonders in a sense so this is what like shamans will tell people yeah, as they this use is the what shamans stuff, will tell right? you. And, yeah. and is there is you think that that's absolutely false like i think they're the entirely talking to someone entirely uh-huh. everything uh-huh. is real that they're experiencing this is entirely real this is entirely a thing you talk to an entity you talk to a being now, when you engage with that, should it be done? No, it, it causes this, uh, in a sense, a curse on your soul. So there's a spirit where we all came from. You know, uh, God knew us before we were formed, and he had a predestined idea of what we were going to do. He knew everything. Um, and then we have our soul, which is what we live our life through. And then we have our body, which is on this earth that we engage with things. And so my teacher described it this way, that our soul is listening to both of these, our body and our spirit. Okay. Now, which one do we listen to more? This is the whole angel and demon on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so our soul, or our soul is listening and our spirit is the good, obviously, because it's pure. And our body is sinful because of what happened, obviously, and through the Bible belief, what happened with Adam and Eve. Uh, but also, even if you didn't look at it that way, right? uh, I'm just saying, like, the body is trapped here to this planet and this earth forever. And so, I think most people, even if they don't think that they don't they don't like to back their ideals by the Bible and all these mm-hmm. things, they still feel like, yeah, but we go somewhere else when we know we float. Well, then you just said that you're, like, damned here by the flesh, like, by the human body, yes. you know? And that kind of even says almost the same thing, but not looking at it in the same perspective. So, yes, right? and that, that, that belief is a thing. Uh, Plato believed in it. I now don't miss, I might be misquoting this, uh, but Plato believed in the forms and he believed in right. the material world. Right. And the forms were pure and everlasting and the material world was damned, basically. It was, re- was going to end. Replications, yeah, of, replications of the form world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how you, how you look at it. And we're living in this uh, form world, or not form world, we're living in this replicate, yeah. which, replicated world, yes. like a hologram, literally kind of Another interesting point that Plato might have been pulling from the Bible, too. Yeah. Because in the Bible, it talks about that. He's... God says he has these perfect things that he has formed before creation, before this material earth, that there's these perfect things. And, you know, we are just a replica of that on this earth. And that is why it's so hard for us to fully comprehend what he is, fully comprehend what this relationship is, because we're just a replica of our true selves. And that's what the whole point of Revelation is, is that we become anointed and we go through this harpazo which is meaning this this gathering up of people which is the rapture um and so we get brought and we're reborn into these new bodies which is our soul or i mean our spirit and so we we have that constant battle and like you said biblical or not we clearly have a constant battle. Clearly. clearly Everyone a, says the struggle is The struggle real, right? that like is real. Yeah. There's the conscience versus the body. And what is our mind telling us that our body is doing that we do not want? <laughs> and yeah. so there's this constant struggle through anyone. And, and I don't want to say like Christians have it easy. They're like, oh, they got it all figured out <laughs> when they become Christians. No. 
just just a year ago we were you you know like, right. like there's no difference between us we're still human we still have nothing that is truly ours everything is given to us and we still struggle we still don't know everything we still have emotion we still have pain we have anguish we have problems in our life we have obstacles just like everyone else and you know i think that's one thing i want to stand out but also that there's Christians in this world that are clearly not following the Bible, that are clearly not, you know, putting an effort to give that love um, because that is the main call is to like love. Like the classic Kenneth Copeland type of people, I guess right? I don't really listen to Kenneth Copeland you because know. I know some things. I try to yeah. avoid him because yeah. I don't think he's truly preaching the word. I agree. And that's um, what I'm saying. Like, okay. like those kind of figures are not they're, yeah, they're pr- real far out, and it gives people a bad vibe. For this sure. People run, run scared because they're like, yeah. you're just taking my money to fly on jets. Like, yes, you know? the prosperity gospel, I should say. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's bad image for uh, Christians. And uh, also the church is dying right now. Uh, Christians are at an all-time low. Um, Islam is growing at a faster rate than ever. I think, uh, well, they're already on trajectory to be the number one religion in... I think it's like 2032, uh, but that was like 2011 stats. So it, could, it might be even more now. Yeah. Um, so and population it, is growing and some parts of the world stay still tied to their religious backgrounds as mm-hmm. some of the parts of the world clearly are going further away from that. Well, yeah, and they're becoming no this counterculture. of any kind or anything, right? Yeah, they're becoming counterculture. They're becoming a sense of we lust after ourselves. You know, what can we do? Uh, I, I know many people who are you know, more church going than I am. And yet their striving in life is not to seek a relationship with God, but how can I get things better in my life? And, you know, to to answer that as a Christian is to seek God. It's so crazy though, (laughs) because so much what we learn in life, literally even in school, kind of tells us to do the opposite. It's about you pulling yourself up from your bootstraps, you poor kid, and you better go to school and get that paperwork so you can go make a bunch of money on student loans and you'll pay them off. And none of that really usually pans out really fast, or if it does at all for a lot of people. And in our our area, it's even worse because we come from an ag background which is hard-nosed, gritty, you do it yourself, uh, and, you know, you come up through hard work. Right. And so, and I feel like a lot of people in that farming industry don't have that intellectual, emotional ability. And so in our area, I feel there's a, there's a big lack of emotion, and I, I know I grew up with it um, for different reasons than farming, though. I mean, although I did grow up on a farm, yeah. uh, you know, drugs were involved, uh you know, CPS, all, all of that was involved. Right, so dude. there is there is a bigger dynamic. But in this area, you know, also on top of it, we're like, shoot, are we sixty percent now Medi-Cal in this <laughs> Fresno County now? Right, yeah, I know. Just three years ago, we were fifty. So yeah, easily could be higher now, especially with all this uh, COVID going around. I mean, Bro. we it's probably skyrocketed. Unemployment rate's not even accurate anymore because they did the test before they did the stats before. COVID, so like it's it's probably worse and oh yeah it is I, I'm sure it is I know from doing the uh, after school program and it was I I only worked in a small portion like ten well I had like ten to myself but total of like fifteen to twenty students you know you interact with and you really see the disparity of home life nowadays especially with yeah. all these Zoom things like they I keep hearing that teachers and parents are trying to work harder together but i i don't see it man the home life like 
I mean, I struggle at it too, so I'm not going to say that I'm this perfect person, but you know, uh, I do see that that's a big, uh, disparity right now is, is getting kids to engage into stimulation. That's not just watch this, look yeah. at this, yeah. but actually engaging, uh, education. And prior to the pandemic, I feel like it was already going in that direction. Yeah. Definitely. And now it like put the accelerator catalyzed this mm-hmm. situation the situation with the children specifically because i also get that as a parent you know i didn't ask for coronavirus to come do this to all of us i didn't ask for the schools to shut down and they didn't even ask me if that was okay you know what i mean and now you're having to school this kid at home kind of make sure that they're taken care of and there's someone to watch them while you're at work or whatever mm-hmm. like i get why people want to like either drink more or give up or feel like uh i just don't want to do this anymore you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it's like, well, for the first couple months, most people were terrified and shaming each other for not wearing a mask and all this <laughs> stuff. But now we're just sick of it, right? Yeah. Well, then why did you act like that a year ago through a tantrum? You should feel the same almost as you do now. And yeah. I feel like I've felt felt pretty consistent about this whole scenario the whole time. I see the splitting of families like inside the home. And even if they're still living there, there's such divisiveness in everyone's mind. Because, man, this person's um, – the person I live with is doing the opposite of me. Or my fucking kid is out there with no mask partying, you know, at these high school parties every weekend, being right. a super spreader. And then he comes home, he's going to get me sick. <laughs> you know, that would hold hostility towards your own child maybe. Yeah. And you might be like, god damn it, Timmy. You know, I'm going to kick your ass out of you. Stop, you know, and it's like, why? Because he might get you sick. But he could always almost maybe got you the flu or something uh-huh. else. Yeah. And now all the stress is going to give you cancer, right? Like right. we worry about all these things, but it all works back to being kind of self-centered about worry about my life, about how things are working out in my neck of the woods, right? Yeah. And I, I think that we almost feel trapped in that a lot of times because when you go out and you go, man, I just I need more sense of a community. There's only so many communities. And you might live in an area where there's even less. Mm-hmm. And so there, the, the church down the road might be some really sketchy cult-like church that you don't <laughs> want to get involved in. So then yeah. you just rely on your own methods like drinking away the day you uh-huh. know, or whatever. You know, I see why people are in the position they're in. I see why homelessness is at a high. I also see a lot of people that are homeless that they don't have to be. They wanted to live a cool life. I've and then had... they got hooked on drugs because the, yeah. re- the situation's real. When you're out there floating around acting like a hippie child thinking you're down. Yeah. You know, then you get hooked on dope. And now you're just some wild ass chick trying to come back home and steal your parents, you know, ring to go hawk it, you know? <laughs> That's funny. I've, I, I've talked with my wife about that, uh, uh, about how many people do we know that have a family member that's homeless? Yeah. And you can't think of that many. Right. Uh, but the one situation, I'm not going to give it too much detail, but yeah. the one situation, that exact thing happened. Right. Stole grandma ring. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like on the list of tweakers. Dude. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, steal grandma's old ring that is going to be passed yeah, down yeah. to me, but I ain't getting married right now. Right, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Number two is like steal mom's ring. Like, yeah. you know, number, I don't know. Number three is get rid of kids. <laughs> <laughs> or lose them. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Right. You know, because they don't want them. But uh, we, were, we but, I don't want to get off topic. This homeless thing, though, I, I, yeah, you, okay. you touched on it. Uh, you know, so I've been praying lately, you know, how can I do that? How can I, you know, give, interact me with people in my life, God, because I've been this isolated, solitary guy. Uh, and, you know, I'm trying to break that mold because it's not good. It's it's not something that, one, the Bible does not speak on it. Two, you know, it's not good for your your health, your mental health. I don't think it's great for it. Um, and, you know, psychiatry will, will totally agree with me, um, although I don't really believe everything in the field. But it'll agree with me on that and uh so i recently went to the homeless people uh 
that were outside uh, my area, outside outskirts of Danuba, and you know, I brought them a tarp, I bought them a, a poncho, and I went out there to you know spread the word of God and you know try to talk to them, see their life, just have a conversation with them, you know, show people care for them because I really do. I every time I see one, I I talk to them, I, I you know I'll give them money, I'll ask them how they're doing, I'll ask them where they live, you know, why are you in this situation. And almost every person that I've done, that I've talked to, you know, it was clear intention that that was going to drugs. It was clear intention that was going to alcohol or they could care less and try to get me out of the area. And it's like, man, I mean, this is, you know, a few situations out of the hole and I'm talking to solitary people. But still, that interaction, it really speaks that they kind of want to put themselves in that position, Um, although I'm not saying everyone does. You know, just my interaction, you know, a, a small populace of it. But I, I can see how there's a lack of, I think, will in it really is that. And maybe like it's an said, addiction low key to like having no responsibilities because it is a burden yeah. almost. It feels like to have so many responsibilities for me to live my life the way I want, mm-hmm. like you brought up, right? Like there's so much responsibility and priority, timing, yeah, there bills is. to pay, there's money to be made, you know, all this stuff has to continue. But if you're just done with it all. Just like I don't think I have to live like that. I can see why people are just like I'm gonna bang that shit in my arm again, man, and not yeah. do anything today. I, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree with them. Right? That they have to. They can they can go be solitary like that. <laughs> That's fine. It's, um, I don't know I why think, I was going with that other than just no, like, it's I, pretty I, wild I how people get too. there though, right? Like no, yeah, I, I get it, man. And I, why they would not really want to maybe get they out don't, of that maybe they don't believe you know? in possessions. That's a real thing that people believe. Um, although I the ones that I interacted, man, no, definitely not. <laughs> right. Um, the other day I I. I went to Little Caesars, you know, shout out to Little Caesars for, or Little Caesar Worker, not the company. Little, yeah, Little yeah. Caesars Worker, yeah. I asked, I came in and I was like, you know, God's putting on me, on my heart uh, to to give food. So I walked up there and I was like, you know what, let me just buy it. You know, whatever you have, let me buy it. Buy it. I'm gonna, and she's like, you know what, you can just have it. She gave it to me. I was like, Dang, sweet, just free pizza. Lit. I was like, that's awesome. It was almost closed. So that's obviously, good timing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, thank you, God. And I went back there. And uh, I saw like this huge fort and all I could think of is, you know, the, the mighty don't need this, you know, let's help. And then I went over to this other one. I keep hearing like, oh, no, no, this guy's kind of mighty. <laughs> like he had a good, good area, good possession. Guy didn't even care. Didn't want to hear me. I'm pretty sure he had a woman there. That's another thing, dude. Homeless. They they like to get it on at night, man. Yeah. They that's a real problem. And with I them. also think a lot of people that like have drugs sleep with other people or suck yes, their the, dick or whatever yeah. for a little bit. Just one hit, one more hit of the, the crack pipe. Like seriously, bro. Like that's no, that's crazy a, yeah, that's shit a real gets. thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've I've seen some of it firsthand without naming names. Uh, but the yeah, the, that was their main drive to get money was through sexual acts and right. and it was purely for drugs. Uh, so that's a real thing, dude. It uh, is, man. And I think that's really the problem is where where it's at is where is your want in this life? Is it want to be better or is it just want to get by? And I think that's what a lot of these homeless have in mind, um, at least in our area. Uh, I would say even probably like Santa Cruz area that I've been in, a lot of those people just want to be homeless. They just want to get by. Uh, maybe not if you sat down and talked to them. You right. know, they probably say otherwise because they're in that moment, but... I think by their works, by the things that they do, you could clearly see that that is what they want. There was this one homeless guy one time, and he was like, oh, I'm not – I choose to be homeless. Uh I'm rich. Like, I actually have a ton of money. You don't believe me? 
And it's like, bro, we're in jail. How are you going to prove <laughs> it to me right now? How are you going to prove it to me? First of all, that you are or not homeless. I don't know. I met you in here. I don't know where the fuck you're from. I never met you before. I never seen you out there panhandling, bro. I don't know that for mm-hmm. sure. But then he's like, no, I got tons of money. They just think I'm broke. And I'm like, pretty sure that unless it's in a Swiss bank account, bro, I'm pretty sure they know how much money you got, you know? But you always hear crazy stories, bro. And sometimes you don't know if it's true or not. Straight up. People sometimes say some wild stuff like, you know, and then sometimes they share with you, especially uh, people when they're really like willing to talk to you. Mm-hmm. They'll share some pretty deep stuff that's like they're a gambler and they just couldn't stop. And then this would happen next. And then I, you know, lost it all. The wife mm-hmm. left me, you know. Yeah, I've had those conversations. Yeah. And and still, sadly, in those people, they, they, you know, they cared more about. Carrying you on know, that addiction, though. They did. Yeah, I mean, you know, about what they it's wanted a hard, to do. It's a hard thing, but they definitely cared more about, yeah, I could just hit big one more time with this gamble. Yeah. You know, I just hit big one more time. Yeah, I had know? a really close buddy that that was a real struggle of his in the military. Real struggle. And, you know, I felt for him really, really bad because you wouldn't see it until you talked about it. And then you would see it right away. And and I've t- I, I had long conversations about it with him. Like, dude, is that really like, yeah. you know, is that what you want to do? And yeah, it's, it's addiction's hard though. I mean, I've had my own addiction in my, and with marijuana, that was a huge thing for me, for me, uh, because I was trying to find a better mental place. Yeah. Uh, because I was going through depression. I was going through this pain. Uh, you know, marijuana wasn't helping the pain at all. Um, but, you know, it was my thing that I thought was me. And I thought it, it was without it, I wasn't me. And, uh-huh. you know, it really with I I never thought I was addicted until I stopped. And then I was like, wow, I was addicted to that. That was something that I thought was me. And no, that's not me. Like, I'm my person without anything. Yeah. And, you know, I've been made in a way. And that was something of my childhood that I always wanted to do because I saw my mom smoking cigarettes, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, smoke. That's so cool. I want to play with it, you know? You know, I think that's that control thing. I get what you mean. You know, yeah. having, you know, having control over an element is so cool. Uh, and so from there, you know, I, yeah. I could write a, a book about the craziness of my life. I mean, I started smoking at like four years old. So that's, crazy. that's you know, and it just spiraled of you know mountains of things that happened that i i think back on it like man i actually went through that and and it's crazy to think of because it's not something that you actually think of but keep seeing this location has energy time has memory and that's so so true yeah because you know you think on those and you you think of like the how it was going what you felt uh and how that time in your life you know became a you in a sense and and then you like look back on it you look at the grand scheme of it and you're like that was the farthest from who i am and 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 it's great to see a journey it was a making thereof Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you don't take one clip from the movie and go like there was the beginning middle and end Mm -hmm. no you watch the beginning middle and end and even the credits you know what i mean like right that's what I feel like instead of just taking a snapshot when you're you're 18 years old and looking at your life like this is me this is what I always will you know no that's a snapshot in time bro mm-hmm. yeah but you said you were going to bring up something and I cut you off. No, I just want to get back to like not cuz I don't want to I don't want to obsess over portals. It's just cuz I want to bring something up oh, that you I wanna, feel like it. and oh. you told me that people have tried to do that before. So right? yeah, like, so like literally like on a grand scale, not so just you, as like some uh some uh alchemist 
coming out of his cave. Okay, so you want right? to talk about? Okay, so uh, so in the grand scheme of things, there's been historical events that have been. Was Tesla trying to do that? Uh, I Back think, in the day, I think, I think in a sense, you, you, could, say, you could say Tesla would. Uh, Maybe, because apparently because, he was trying to communicate well, he, he with believed, aliens. He believed in the magic of 369. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh, okay. And so, like, when you get into stuff like that, clearly you're trying to go after the all power. Uh, um, and, you know, that's that god power that you're trying to go after. Um, but, I mean, if you look at cultural civilizations uh, throughout the ages, there's always been sky people. Um, if you look at the... Forgot what they were, the ancient Anunnaki. I want to say Anunnaki. Um, no, I may, no, I don't Anunnaki think Anunnaki. Yes, Anunnaki is a is a okay. is a race, but there is also a ancient uh, civilization called the Anunnaki or okay. something like that, okay. which is where this comes from. The Anunnaki were their sky people. Wow, that they talk to, and they have like all these history of like portals and stuff. And if you look at any of these native. Uh, Americans, Native Indians, or whatever you want to call them, uh, yeah. the Native people, yeah. the indigenous people that were yeah. there, all of them have sky people, and they all came from portals. And then you look at the biblical sense, bringing it to the Bible, you have the Tower of Babel, that's what that was. Uh, God even says in the Bible that all of them t- together speaking one language, man could have done anything that they wanted. Wow. I can't stress that enough. And so they tried to build a tower to they built heaven. A tower to heaven. And I think in my perspective, I think there was some ancient technology involved in like that. Like pyramid type stuff, like pyramid how did they type do stuff. Yes. yes. And are the pyramids kind of like that? Are they I think like the a pyramids. portal type? I think the pyramids have thing? something to do with it because their geolocation is too accurate. Yeah. Um and I also right. and all the stories behind it. If you look at the stories behind it, they were talking to Toth which was the god of knowledge and wisdom of the Egyptians. And then uh-huh. they're talking to Ra, which is the sun god. And then they're talking to the Isis and Amor. Or, not Amor. Amun? No, no, no. Isis and oh, man. Osiris. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's hard to say back <laughs> yeah, to back. I, was like, I, I couldn't. No, I forgot it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you look at all those and, you know, all of them, you know, they center around deities that were basically sky people. And um, if you look at the histories, you know, like I said, there, there's always been portals to other worlds being created and yeah. being talked about. I mean, if you go to the ancient Aztecans, they had the what I call the She-Hole portal, um, which is the door to the dead. Uh, and they would, what did they call it? The gates of hell is what they called it. Uh, and so that, that thing... Uh, is in the Bible too, and it talks about it. And so, and then you you go to portals. You know, outside of that, you go inner Earth, and you go to Stargate, yeah, and all these things. Is there like a governmentally funded thing that they're trying to do that way? Maybe I think Probably. I think they're trying to go down underground though. That's why we uh-huh. have all these underground secret tunnels. Uh-huh. They're not even secret anymore. Right, <laughs> there are, and there's probably that's some that we, we have, wouldn't think they're there for sure. That's why we have all these underground military tunnels um, because I think that's where they're going to. There's some conspiracy theories and stories out there that say you can't even name, you can't even say Jesus Christ inside those areas because they're demons. Is who they're, they're the tunnels? Yeah, who who they're con, they're talking to? Who they're conspiracy? Who who the governments? Oh, that's what the conspiracies go with. Is that they're talking to demons for all of their knowledge, and it go goes back to the witchcraft, goes back to the seances. You think goes I back that's what the Pentagon is? And I think that's what it all is. If you, there's some now, I don't. Is that so a crazy I think, question is that out of the question? But you know what I mean. It's so I think, the pentagram. I think that they're. 
there's some definite witchcraft going on in there, and that's my perspective. And there's yeah, some. Hey, there's we some, can never prove any of this shit. Some of it. I mean, well, maybe we there's could. Some proof, but you know what I mean? There's some though, proof. Because, like, um, like, if you look at uh, the Washington Monument, it, it's uh, it's an ob- ob- obelisk. Obelisk. Yeah. Obelisk, which is actually going back to Isis and Osiris. And Isis is the god of what? Oh, I forgot off the top of my head. I want to say moon. Um, but I could be wrong. Is it like fear or anything? No, like love, that? love. It is. Yeah, it's a GED of love, if I remember correctly. Dang, that's crazy. Because um, she's basically um, Aphrodite's. Okay. And goddess of healing and magic. Ma- healing the only and reason magic. why I was asking is because, like, you know how we call these things, in the, these, these groups in the Middle East, well, ISIS. They get why? the healing. You know why? Because so they think the they're sto- healing the earth. So no, the like reason that she got the healing is because she brought back her husband who died. And had a son who was her husband named Horus, okay. who was basically taking the story of Jesus and God. The Eye of Horus. So, right? well, yeah. So, right. but but that's taking the 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 story of God. Uh, Osiris was basically God, and he died, and was rose raised again through a virgin birth, even though she right. talks about writing his, uh, you know. And and yeah. becoming seed from the dead and wait she talks about riding his dick yeah that's crazy <laughs> that's, what the heck she, uh, yeah so he got cut up into pieces got sent out through uh, the world I forgot how many pieces maybe six maybe I think I'm getting some biblical with seventy two but I, I, I but he was cut up into pieces all that they were found left was his penis and uh she inseminated herself and has a ver i think they quoted virgin birth don't quote me on that i get it though. um and they so she has horus and horus is her son who she claims to be osiris who she ends up marrying and i think she has kids with so there's that going on there too yeah and they claim to be god and goddesses right and so osiris is looked at as this ultimate deity who is Ra, um, the sun god. No, I could be wrong on that one too. So so don't call me on these. You know, I'm not an Egyptian historian. But, um, you know, these are kind of the gist of how they go. And so the obelisk is their monument to him, which is the Washington Monument. Clear as day. It is, clear Um, as day, obviously. And then they also, the Washington Capitol is also a replica of their towers and What about some of the obelisks in the cemetery here at Wrigley, though? Like, you know, at the cemetery. Like I mean, like there that. could there could be some ignorance in it. Yeah. To be honest, but it looks fancy because it's it's like, part of culture. Uh-huh. I mean, there's ignorance in wearing. Uh, I know eighth graders, seventh graders. When we had a what you call it? What was what was the My Chemical Romance growing up? We were wearing oh, yeah. the satanic symbol, yeah. man. Like, and so there's obviously ignorance with a tie in it. around our neck with a t-shirt on. Yeah, there's like, obviously <laughs> ignorance in it, right? Um, and so there could have been ignorance in that, uh, right. or there could have been truth in it, and they or knew what it was. Maybe and they, they didn't they even know it. that they were maybe like being used by that deity. I don't know. Well, that's why I say it's ignorance. Right? So it's, I hear you. Uh, ignorance, yeah, ignoring, yeah. yeah, ignoring the fact of of what's really going on. And that's but how just, does how does ISIS have to do it? Like you were trying to relate yeah. it to like we call this group ISIS that beheads people and stuff, right? Well, that's because their name though, and it's an acronym. It's, uh, it's an acronym. Uh, Man, we throw it around really, like it's a buzz term. Is, what is, I forget what it's called. Islamic State something. Yeah. But yeah, no. But that's that's in English though, like you know. Yeah. Like, so their symbology would be totally different, but we call it ISIS. Yeah, we call right? it ISIS. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I think I think it is interesting that we do that. Um, 
Maybe the, there's obviously probably no correlation. I just, dude, I trip out. No, there's bro. probably I correlation. Out, right? I think like, I think they give us hints and stuff because, uh, to to be fully honest, the reason I I became more in depth with my relationship with God and understanding who He was and what He's written and reading the Bible was because I started seeing signs of revelation uh-huh. coming. Or well, not revelation. I wouldn't say that. Um, I would no. There's parts of revelation in there. Uh, but Matthew 24 is a big one. And it talks about uh, labor pains. You know, there'll be a coming of time when I return that there will be uh, birthing pains. And we're seeing it today, you know, that there's ISIS, or not ISIS, (laughs) Israel is in this conflict with all these nations around them. uh, And there's becoming this circle around Israel uh, that's spoken of in the Bible. And I'm really waiting for Damascus to fall because there's a prophecy in Isaiah... 17 that talks about damascus being destroyed and once that happens then you start seeing all of these revelation terms being used and all of this end of world world and the sun coming back and the god, sun coming yeah back. and god running reigning on the earth and so there's all these terms being used that are are straight in revelation not taken from revelation i hear you though bro and the sun coming back bro like lately okay we've been having more solar flares coming off of the sun and our universe the scientific like the the nasa people they're talking about this right and they're not telling the mass public because i guess it's just a natural phenomenon i've been following it yeah but it it's it's eerie because you can watch like the people that are trying to scare you like on youtube or tiktok or wherever right trying to talk about it and like see everything's ending now but it's also like even if you don't think that this is alarming this yeah. could make things disastrous because there's literal flares which are like waves of energy that shoot off the sun and they supposed to kind of go to the poles of the planet like mm-hmm. the north and south so you see the northern lights in the northern yeah. hemisphere right but now you could see it real low like into oregon when yeah. the last solar flare happened people are seeing it in ohio well, i think in right? uh coming weeks we're gonna they there's, said i don't know how low it's getting but it sounds like it's even going lower Right. And it's going to hit into our area. Meaning it's 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 getting onto the earth, man. It's like it, the, that light and that flare is actually coming into the earth kind uh-huh. of low-key, right? And that could disrupt radiomagnetic everything, mm-hmm. bro. It could just des- – like you wouldn't be able to start your car, call no one on your phone yeah. it, if it was it, extreme enough. And it can happen. Just yeah. like a bad hurricane can happen. A bad tornado can rip through the Midwest. Um, but what's crazier about it is like I don't know why I went on this hole, but I just kind of was like – Hey, what's up with this? You know, I've heard of solar flares and I've and I've talked about it for like a year like, man, that could de- that could be a detriment to everything, but also that the fact that they're increasing in magnitude and cr- and increasing in frequency according to these these na- oh, they NASA are, yeah. scientists, right? It's like a fact. Yeah. But then they're called coronal mass ejections. Yes. Which is crazy because the whole world's CMEs. talking about corona. In case you don't know what CME is, right. that is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a solar flare. Yeah, it's, sol- it's the actual it's term flare, of a solar yeah. flare. But we're also always talking about corona, you know, oh, yeah. as I a guess. whole planet, though. Not just one area yeah. of the world secluded, talking, obsessing over something, you know, like the whole world is talking about coronavirus, coronavirus you know. Uh-huh. And when when they showed the, like the, the whatever they call the heat signature of the sun, because you can't have like actual camera looking at it apparently, whatever. Uh-huh. But like when you see the solar flares coming off and forming, bro, they look like that little molecule they put on Do the they, news that looks like coronavirus low-key, bro. I'm thinking of the picture of how, how you showed – 
how they showed the solar flare. And yeah, I definitely could. I, I was thinking that when. And you, then you're talking about revelations where like the sun comes back to the earth. Like literally, like there's well, literal no, parts okay, of the sun so, coming to the so, earth though right no, now too. That's though. not what it's meaning though. That's not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't want you to pull. A Do you think the sun could blow up? No, I don't think the sun is gonna blow up. Okay. I think we're actually gonna get destroyed. <laughs> this by makes an me asteroid. feel better to ask someone. Well, else it's not gonna to help. My fears. I, I think <laughs> we're actually gonna get destroyed by an asteroid, and it's gonna be way worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There, there's a. What was his name? Tom Horn. He, he does a, a good analogy of the seven seals okay, yeah, uh, yeah. in Revelation, and he associates it with Wormwood. Um, so Wormwood is this asteroid that's going to destroy the Earth in Revelation. So that's going to happen, and two-thirds of the planet are going to be destroyed. Or Yeah. And uh, so like two-thirds of the sea is going to be destroyed, and he was talking, he said he he was like obsessed with this in a sense that he kept hearing he needs to look at it. He kept hearing he needs to look at it. And he talked to uh, astrologists, or they have a name actually. They're, I didn't know this until I watched this. There, there's an actual name for people who study asteroids. Uh-huh. And so that he was talking to one of them and he was like, he's d- describing the seven seals and he's like, you know, all this actually is exactly what would happen if an asteroid hit our atmosphere. These things, like it would sound like a horn. Uh-huh. It would be loud. It would have, you know, fire and brimstone coming down, wow, as yeah, it speaks wow. of. Um, and so it was really interesting to hear that side. I don't know. The weeping and gnashing of teeth, is that, is that, uh, that? No, so the weeping and gnashing of teeth is, is hell. That, that's that's where you go for the second death. Um, that's not this, this time frame, at least. Okay. Um, so... In that area, let me see if I, I would have to get a Bible out to to get it properly right because we've been so off topic. I can't get my thoughts straight oh, out sorry, entirely. Bro. But no, 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 that's not that's not a problem. Right, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. That's me needing to learn more, <laughs> needing to memorize it better. For sure, you're pretty um, good. You're pretty yeah, well versed. Well, I'm no. trying. I'm trying, yeah. man. And you know, I really feel it's written. I would on my say heart. you have a connection of some kind, obviously, because oh, yeah. how I, would I, you? It's written be on my so, heart. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, see it. It's really it's a part of me, dude. Yeah. Um. So, uh, um. So, so that's where I, I think, you know, the solar flares could happen, but um, I don't think that's what we need to worry about necessarily, mm-hmm. although it could be. I well, mean, I just know it would be catastrophic. Like, it would literally, in the sense that oh, no, we'd definitely. be fine maybe, right? But if it shut down all communications, all power, bro, people would ransack the store, my house, everything, bro. People, it would be go pandemonium, and I wouldn't be able to leave town very fast. I'd have to run on foot or ride a bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be, it'd be uh, radical. What, what is that movie called? I forgot already. Uh, about everyone killing each other. One day purge, purge. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like that. <laughs> it'd be like that. Definitely. Well, I mean, like you know, even in like Texas when they had that crazy freeze, like within eighteen hours, bro, all the grocery stores were well, like gone. That, Everything was gone, bro. Not like, that long you know, ago. Panic. What, what happened in uh, what happened in Fresno at Fig Garden? My wife works at Whole Foods, and they oh, had cool. people breaking breaking into at Fig Garden because we had what was going on? We had the marches going on. Uh, for social justice uh-huh. and uh-huh. and there's people breaking into these diamond stores because everyone wow. was focused on the march so yeah. they're like oh let me take advantage yeah. and yeah that, that and that's something that's not even grand scale yet they're already taking advantage of it right and you know our area is probably going to get hit, hit one of the worst if we do have that because our area is full of gangs it's full of right. all these opportunists bro. Uh, yes. i mean because even with those groups i mean maybe maybe there was a group and they were they were ranting and cheering bro but then maybe someone else was like hey i see this group over here we're gonna go act like we're with them and then we're yeah. gonna smash some really, stuff and we're gonna dip yeah. we're not with them this is yeah. a distraction you know and that's what happens all all over the world i mean 
I'm sure it happened during Martin Luther King's marches. And there's stories, if you watch some of the reenactments of it, uh, <laughs> funny enough, what was the show called? Uh, oh, man, a superhero show. They go back in time through time travel. Um, I'm sure it'll come to me later. But they, they go back and uh, this black woman is one of the uh, people and she goes back and she falls in love with this guy who's a leader of... Uh, one of these social justice ri- or I guess marches not riots uh and one of the people or she she's like this I want to beat them up and you know they had to put her in place so I'm 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 sure that that happened back then too oh yeah because I mean especially with Malcolm X going on at that same time which was preaching the opposite right which is interesting if you look at it too he's preaching in a sense violence although if you look at his speeches I think we've misconceptualized a lot of what he was preaching yeah um because i've watched quite a few and it is totally not what you get of his image anymore um and he wasn't really preaching it yet he said to stand up and so that's where people got it from so it's kind of going against what martin luther king was uh preaching at the time which was complete peace and passive right so it was kind of this uh uh you're talking about malcolm x right like yeah yeah, yeah it was kind of like this like man we tried all that you yeah. know what I mean? Like we're not – this ain't working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like I get why people would be pushed – especially people of color – pushed to this this like threshold. Like what's yeah. going on? You know? I feel like that and I'm white. And I see it happening and I go, wow, why? you know, it's pretty radical how people still act well, certain ways. But also – We have a lot of white racism here, dude. A yeah. lot. There's a lot of people that do not like white people here. I, I mean I grew up with it. I, I used to have to make fun of myself being white to fit in with the, the gangbangers <laughs> in school, bro. Straight up. And then, hey, we would all be cool friends. But, like, yeah. otherwise, I'd just be this snooty white boy. They didn't want right. nothing they to do with They didn't want – dude, I remember getting called Peckerwood and stuff. Yeah. And, and I was telling this guy, dude, you don't know what that even means. My dad actually was a Peckerwood. Right. <laughs> like, so I'm like, you don't even understand what that means and you're calling me these names. <laughs> so it's funny. But, yeah, I think we have that reverse racism here and it, it's a tragedy that it happens at all. And I think that it, it – occurs everywhere bro i think it worldwide does. but literally the more a, i talk to people who travel to yeah, it's maybe. like dude it's even if it's not race like only color based it which it often is it's also uh, about like cultural prevalence like oh you're not from yeah. this area well like you know, islamic you states you, you get treated like you're crap well even the uk right like the scottish i don't think they really like the, the brits right like they kind of well like, the brits invaded them right they're kind of like and uh, you know I'm, you're not I'm, you're not british yeah. you know <laughs> But I don't. I, I want to bring something else about uh-huh. about the portals. Uh-huh. But I don't want to talk about it after this. But no, it's, it's it's because something just happened over the weekend. What right? happened? That Astro, the Astro World thing with Travis Scott, the rapper dude that like Whoa, has wait, a song okay. with Drake or so something. I got my wife brought this up this morning. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't talk it's about, a big thing. We didn't bro. talk about the details of it because hell, um, people died, bro. They said eight. Oh, but people more, died. People died, bro. I didn't know that, dude. So, in, 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 when Allison first told me, I kind of uh-huh. thought, oh, man, this concert got crazy, you know. Some people tried to get on the stage, and the stage broke, and, like, that's crazy, but uh-huh. hopefully they'll be all right. But, no, when I started looking into it, it was people much died. deeper than that, bro. So, like, this venue, I guess, is like... Well, when did it happen? <coughs> two days ago? I think it happened on Friday, bro. I'm pretty sure. Look into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, even though you're saying not to, look into it now. Because the water's going to get muddied. Oh, it is. No, like, I was looking into like, it right away. Because when, when Corona <coughs> happened, that's what I did. I looked into it, and all these stories came out that were what I believe is true still. And Fauci 
those Fauci emails, a lot of the stuff that I already was reading was like, oh, yeah, I've been talking about this since it came out. It was like, right. oh, they're in the emails. Oh, look at that. What yeah. You know? Oh, we had to go in a whole two years to figure <laughs> yeah. this out. Oh, all right. Like, Roundabout. Oh, yeah, oh we forgot. Oh, on to the yeah. next problem, right? Yeah. yeah. It's this like, yeah, this runaround effect. But definitely, I was I, was, I don't want to say I'm interested in it, but it is it is absolutely – it's astounding, bro, because I don't even know if that's the right word. It's 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 it. It interests me because it's it's like no way, bro, did this occur like this. And I've been at shows, bro. I've been to a lot of concerts in my life. And I usually don't like to get in the front because I don't like to be pushed up against the barrier or the stage because that's just the natural possession of crowds. We kind of bump. Is, you get in yeah. tight situations. Everyone's dancing. It gets overwhelming. You might have a panic attack. Like especially if you're on drugs. Like a lot of people end up eating drugs, bro. They start dancing and they don't realize they're dying of thirst and all of a sudden they faint. You know what uh, I mean? But generally, I've been places where – I, I, I can't remember exactly, but point is there's been a lot of people that have stopped shows when someone faints or falls. Oh, really? Or, or if someone needs medical attention and you see the medics coming, they go, hey, make room for the medics. Like, you know, like yeah. let them get through. We'll carry the show on shortly. You know? I, I've but never, with this I've event, this is not what occurred at okay. Astro World with Travis Scott. Okay. This fool's on stage, bro, and it was a huge venue. And I don't know how many people, but definitely thousands of people, I've seen pictures people, and bro. stuff, uh, so I, I get a gist of and it. And so that interestingly enough the symbology like going in there bro they have like things that to me are renditions of what other artists in the past have painted and drawn of what hell the mouth of hell looks like Mm -hmm. but it was the dude the rapper's face but they're walking through his mouth to go into the stadium right yeah then the stadium is not only just like an open field with a stage it's like barricaded in sections in like rectangular sections so people have to file in there and it's hard to find where the fuck you get out Bro, so all these people are like, party, show, it's lit, right? Uh, whatever the, the kids are saying, right? Yeah. And, and it's on fleek or whatever, you know, oh, it's bussing. That. That's what they say. <laughs> bussing, yeah. It's bussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're out there and they're bussing, bro. And, and and all of a sudden, like, I, I feel like wh- when things got too intense, people started pushing forward and going back and forth. And you see some of this footage, bro, from people that are, like, standing in the crowd. And you see people not having a good time. Uh-huh. They are screaming. They look terrified really? you see people stacked on top of each other yeah, meaning, that's what who, I heard meaning who's at the bottom yeah. of that is probably dead right now yeah or suffocating uh-huh. and everyone doesn't know what to do and the show really? doesn't stop right he keeps going right the, there's a there's a, a crazy ass shot where people were getting pulled over the barricades by some of the security guards because they were panicking they're saying like i don't care if you take me out of here i gotta get out can of can you here. pull one of those photos up right dude now? we'll take a break okay, right we'll, now and yeah. watch some videos right now okay that's fine This episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast is sponsored by Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley and Orange Cove, California, of course. If you're in the local area and you're looking for insurance, that's the guy to go to. I don't know what the fuck you're doing just sitting around going, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, farmers because I see the commercial. Nah, this man right here will provide you with great rates. He takes payments super easily and he offers obviously this great insurance that we all need while we're out there driving or boating or renting or you're worried about what else you worried about you need insurance for something else we got a lot of worries in the world if you didn't notice but let alfredo quell your worries over there at academy west insurance the one-stop shop for all your insuring needs call alfredo up right now at 559-638-3800 
and be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast so he can set you up with your insuring needs ASAP. That's Academy West Insurance. My boy Alfredo Vargas over there looking sharp in the suit. Hit him up. What are you still doing? Listening to a fucking podcast or something? So, we watched the video. We watched the multiple videos. The TikTok is real, dude. They have tons of (laughs) shit already out there. Yeah, it's a good... uh public uh platform for news and info and although shouldn't listen to it all no when you get when you get photos when you get snaps when you get uh direct video and stuff like that you know you could take that uh, for its value and you know make sure that's not altered because they're crazy now that you can (laughs) right absolutely because specifically like when you look in history you could never uh have an event that we remember as and really understand it other than what it's already been defined for us as and what i mean is like we take like uh some some figure in history like what this is what he did with his life but how do you know that until you like read his diary uh-huh. and even then maybe his diary wasn't even 100 percent accurate of what he was really thinking feeling doing we weren't there mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's kind of hard to like uh revert or go back on things and think about things in a a, a real empathetic way as time has transpired because like we live in different eras you know the way that humans almost interact has changed you know right yeah we're in different cultural worlds now so the context is not entirely there the right. cultural context is really where you get things from yeah and i mean culture is not our friend but like we see people like getting involved with like this astral world thing or well, culture where, today yeah it's not our friend <laughs> yeah it well no I don't, I don't know like you know because i feel like it's a byproduct of our do as humans doing culture like it's a culture like it's literally well, like think, after us i think I mean? our Trying Our to be in front of today it is, is not derived from us entirely, and is really a mandate. I think you talked about it in a previous podcast. Uh, what did you say that we're kind of forced into a? I forgot what it was. Com- forced compliance or yeah, what? In, in a sense, yes, yes. That's that's kind of where I'm getting going into with. giving. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Why, did did any of us choose the culture that we're living in right now? This right. this COVID culture? No, right. none of us chose this. this yeah, we're just keep on being us. like. Forced to consent to yeah, things. Yeah, because I don't strange. think anyone wants to be put into a box and be told what to do. I mean, right. although I keep hearing that that's what the generation growing up wants because they, they're socialists in a sense. That they want the government to control more aspect of their life, which is crazy in my mind. It's so crazy to think too because so many people like I feel like that I would consider – would be on the left or whatever you want to call it. We used to not think like that at all. Yeah. It was the opposite. What happened? Like you can't be sucking the big company's dicks now. Like, that's not how this works. Like you know, you can't be behind yeah. big pharma now. What happened to the left? You know what I mean? That was but, like the hell no. You but know? I think I think also if you look at our generation now, I, I'm looking at just a, a select few uh, in our age group that I think they saw that a lot of us. I would say that our generation. Uh, at least our age group, I wouldn't say like these 80s kids, uh, like late 80s would be in ours in a sense. Uh, but I think that ours is a real lost generation, kind of like the the Vietnam era was uh, in the sense, not in not in the sense of what happened in Vietnam and everyone hated them. But in the sense, like 
we weren't really given a great direction. <laughs> like, yeah. like I know a lot of people that were just like lost as soon as they got out of high school, yeah. even while they're I in was, high school. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, and I, yeah. I'm trying not to put a bias on it because I, I, I know I'm the same way. We all have been. Um, but, but I feel like, dude, so many people I know were just completely lost and were like, weren't given a roadmap of success, really. I mean, there was the select few and even some of the few that were given a roadmap of success struggled mightily because of these uh, overqualified positions being filled, you know, like right. these people having masters and can't get a job. Right. And so I guess that would lead into the 80, late 80s. You know, those people were the first cusp of it and getting denied for things, yeah. even though they were fully educated and did everything that the government had told them to do. And then the government's like, oh, well, you know, this doesn't work. And now we're at an all-time uh, high of we're like, we don't give a crap if you have a, a yeah. degree. Like Musk just said it like a few months ago. Uh, who was it? I think Gates said it once, you know. And then there's been those other quotes of I'd rather have a, a person who doesn't have all that knowledge because they'll figure out a way to get it done. Yeah. Uh, where the other person's going to be like trying to go step by step. <laughs> yeah. So so I think that that the world we live in is in that real cusp and that's maybe why we have these younger generations just being like tell me what to do. Yeah, well like kind of like same thing with the astral world thing. I feel like the crowd that generally really that Travis yeah. Scott and Drake and these people attract like Look, my wife's been to a Drake show back in the day. I get it. It's the cultural prevalent music and yada yada. Mm -hmm. But when you start really paying attention to certain music, specifically most artists, there's such symbology. And sometimes we think it's cool and we think it's hip, but sometimes we really don't understand it. And it's kind of low key demonic. And we just oh, kind of go, God. yeah. And we just kind of go, yeah. What's up? Like, that's hot. God, he yeah, talks about being yeah, yeah. like a devil. I mean, if you look at it, Eminem in general, you you know my Satan Spawn, you know, uh, you know Father Seed and stuff like that, and yet we just like, oh yeah, you know, devil. I mean, that's why Halloween you dress up as a devil all the time. But you get a group of all those people that love that shit, yeah. eat that shit up, don't even know what I'm doing, and I'm gonna take drugs, I'm yeah. gonna get all fucked up, and I'm gonna be smacked up against everybody, butt cheek to butt cheek. 50,000 people yeah, that wasn't, in a weirdly barricaded about. area, you know, just having just coincidentally this portal looking thing behind him while he's rapping with like right. hell flames flying all over the place and like a, a fucking phoenix with flames coming off of right. it. And then playing it, Mr. It, it looks, Crowley type yeah, music. And it looks like either Mount Zion or Mount Sinai from the Bible. It's crazy. Dude, it's, the, yeah. the so there. all I'm saying is, is whatever that was, uh -huh. that was definitely no by no chance. And I feel so oh, yeah, bad no. saying this, but I feel like there was an attempt at harming people. Like, I think that was partially the goal because it was so well, unwell thought out, you know, and, and almost like looking the other way and just continuing a show while there's medics trying to make it to save some people. Like, yeah, that was know? a crazy video to see that they were just jumping on and guys doing a surfing dive. Probably think there, it's, dude. yeah, on top and, of the And the, the crowd cruiser. enjoying it was the crazier part because they caught the dude. If yeah. I was... I wouldn't freaking catch you if I knew the situation, but I think I, you know, I'm obviously didn't go. I wouldn't be a part of that. No, for sure. And um, people, fuck, people died, bro. Well, there's people I were hella injured. I and think people it died. was Travis Scott. No, it wasn't Travis Scott. Uh, a few years back, one of the the singers said, "You're all going to hell with me." 
<laughs> what do you think yeah. I sing about? I, I brought you here. You're all going to hell. And everyone me. just looks around like, yeah. oh, he's just kidding, guys. Yeah, and and you know, let's keep drinking the Kool Aid. Of like saying, no, I'm serious. And like he was. You could like, tell people into, straight yeah. up at a yeah. certain level being in the cult, right? Like yeah. you just be and like, hey, like, yeah, we're taking over, folks. Well, and I think <laughs> I don't think Donald would play that part. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who would play Donald? Yes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think Biden's all for that though. He's all <laughs> no. sleeping. Right, dude, that's crazy. But, but anyways, to round that up, just something yeah. that was on my mind, and, and Ryan, you talked to me about something. You brought it up about portals and shit like a month yeah. ago. And when I saw this, I immediately was like, dude, I think there's something fishy as fuck about this. And it oh, makes yeah. me feel very eerie. And when you watch the videos from people's point of view where people are dead, people are screaming, this person's dead, and people are screaming, well, packed yeah, on the, top of each other, girl, not having a good time, that's scary, bro. It's not it even felt the, like hell watching it, It's not even it, the, the fact that that girl went on the stage. That's crazy, dude. Hey, she was on the stage talking to the cameraman. But check it out. If the That's cameraman's insane. recording, he's probably just like, man, these guys are fucked up. They're just they're well, just yelling like, at me some crazy stuff. But if I heard maybe. someone's dead over there, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you for real? Because I can call someone right now and they'd be like, yeah. That's the thing, though. Strange, bro. But how do you put that guy that's recording and saying like, oh, he's part of the, the charade. It was all about a ritual. Everyone was in on it. I mean, you know, you can't say that for sure. Obviously. Yeah, you, you, There's a lot of ignorance involved there, here. You can't. It sounds you know? like ignorance. It sounds like their jobs. You it pay sounds, someone to be there, I'll show up. Yeah, you don't you don't really know the truth unless you you know get substantial evidence to it. And that that's that's the sad part about it. It takes I a mean, lot of money to make a set like that, all with fire and all these things. It takes a lot of well, money. And that, you look at it uh, that, that, that they spent that. so much money on that and then you look at the barricade system that we were looking at and they Poorly got a, they got out. like a how would you describe that? They have the front area, and then in the middle of the pack, they had a barricade system, which made no sense. And yeah. a video brought that up, and it made no sense. Uh, uh, and so it, it was like a poor design on that, but it, but it does make you believe that if they put that much thought into this, how could they be so ignorant on that? But I. I that, that's a tough I don't know. Choice. I just never been to a it's show, a and I've been yeah. to a lot of shows. But hey, maybe there's well, other I could people say, out there that I could have been to more that shows. Snoop Dogg show that we went to way back when at Wake House would have been poorly designed if there was more people in the VIP. Oh yeah, because there was a barricade right behind You're us. You're right. Yeah, right behind us, and they didn't really. I mean, I got in because. I knew someone, and they were like, yeah. "Hey, you could go to VIP." And it was popping, but it wasn't even. It there wasn't, wasn't even. It wasn't even a thousand people. No, there wasn't. You know what I mean, people. it wasn't even like eight hundred. Maybe it was like five. Yeah, he's definitely not coming yeah. back because of how many people. Yeah, were there. Right. <laughs> it was like five hundred right. people. Right, this was um, fifty thousand people, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's a lot of heads. Bro. Yeah, that was a lot. There's little people insane. like too, because like they're they're kids, bro. Like somebody yeah. like they're not big and tall, bur- burly, you know, no, yeah. punk rocker dudes like that are just been well, around and with their a beer belly. Like yeah, and we were talking about their mentality, or I was at least their mentality of like wanting i i thought a lot of those people at the concert looked a little ignorant because to me it's like dude you're not pushing you're not <laughs> you're not getting out of that crowd because if i was at the bottom i would be at least making someone budge i, I mean i'm right. a, a, probably stronger than some people not great and i think strength, it's but, a, a certain distance from looked, that that tussle where everyone's laying on top of each other right in the crowd and it could have been everyone else is probably not even paying attention because they're just partying the rage and they're like what's going on over there man yeah. don't worry about it man do another bump of coke like you know and they're just partying and they're and then they're also creating more ruckus to where more people can't get up that you know it's i could only imagine but that's generally even at raves and shit bro People, you, people know it gets wild. You know, yeah. mosh pits at punk rock shows gets wild, yeah. bro. But usually, there's some kind of um, there's some kind of security or, or or system 
to keep people from getting so overcrowded. And you'd think during a pandemic where I thought everyone yeah, was worried about super yeah, spreading, people are literally like, just, just chest happened. to chest. That's not my shit. <laughs> yeah. I went to the E40 show at the, uh, at the Fresno Stadium, uh-huh. but I was in the box. Thank goodness. Because yeah. I looked down there, I'm like, that's a super spreader event that they're putting on down there. Everyone just bumping and grinding, smoking weed right next to each other, blowing it in each other's face. It's like, Probably you know, look the at the, see, see the smoke though? That as it comes towards you, is their breath. Right. I thought you were worried about that. Oh, you're not right now, though. Okay. I like to play that game, too. I think also Fresno's not worried, too. You got to look at our... Fresno's hard, bro. Yeah, even tripping. That's our least worry. People (laughs) are like, we're overdosing, man. We don't know what else is wrong. It's just crazy to think that, you know, you go go to San Francisco and they're masked up outside with no one around. LA, too, yeah. LA, Portland's doing it. I didn't... That's the crazy one is Portland's doing it, yet... Heroin, methamphetamines, cocaine, all these drugs are illegal, yet you don't, yeah. you're like, oh, you know, eh, put a mask on though. Yeah. That's pretty wild. It's, it's a little baffling. In, yeah, that's pretty in wild. In the sense, you know, there's no reason behind it. Yeah. You know, you didn't even put a thought process in it. No, there. and you know what? Like, though, I, I get, though, that, like, I feel like a mask does something. Because how could you say it does nothing? Because it is a little bit of a barricade. I, would I, say way I look at it is that like if you're talking to me right now, we're spitting on each other. Yes. And we're willing to accept that. Yes. But I'm saying when I'm at the hardware store and I got some big old bloke right up on next to me and he's <coughs> well, I'm trying to pop yeah, that thing that, up that's not, because that's not the big particles thing. now. I'm just well, landing on my tongue. Well the big particles you know? isn't corona though. That's where you have to look at it. That's why the mask doesn't do anything for corona. Right. Because the coronavirus particles are smaller than the flu virus particles. So if you're worried about which are the smaller flu, than smoke particles, yeah, and vaporized yeah. particles. So, yes. so like the the coronavirus molecules. That's why the Fauci letters came out to say what a lot of reports are saying in the beginning. Right. Which even CDC had a report, which I think was part of the Fauci letters. I didn't I didn't read into it. I just heard and I was like, oh yeah, that's that, man. I was like, that's exactly what uh, I was, was looking into this whole time. Come uh, on, Fauci. Yeah. Uh, Get with the program. Yeah. <laughs> But 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 needless to say, there's too many variants. There, is. Yeah, dude, right? I mean, it's just like the flu, man. They can so move many, me about me. That's why we have so many things after. They made a fucking movie about this, dude. They did, yeah. I, I they spent hella money. I better see everybody in every scene like six foot apart, masked up. Oh, but with not for the movie though. We're gonna break the rules for the movie. Because no. you can sign a waiver. Well, why don't they yeah. just make everybody sign a waiver like they do with everything else in life? Right. You know? Oh, I mean, well, you can't. You have to. Re- you have to do this. You have to pay taxes. You don't. There's no waiver. Right. Like you know, it's kind I of mean, the situation they put a, us with a, here. A terms of, an, of agreement, just freaking access. Video but I also games. get the idea <laughs> of caring. Like I, I admire this part of humanity that like, if there's a virus, like I don't want to get other people sick, and even if that means I have to barricade, like people would. It shows that people would want to go to great lengths. To help each other, nah. but it's misconstrued into this. It becomes this selfish. Oh, it well, all relies on I, me. I don't. I don't. Right think type that, of thing. I don't, I don't think. Though. I don't think that is care of the world. It's a, that same mentality is. Oh, I'll quickly donate a dollar to someone that is homeless, but I won't go out on my own and talk to someone. Right. I won't go out on my own to a soup kitchen. I yeah. won't go out on my own to do this because you know that's enough contribution. Yeah. I, I think that mentality is. So negative, and that's why we don't have love in this world right now. Is because we're quick to be like, "Oh, you know, I did my part by isolating, by keeping myself away." And you talk about this is symbiosis now. Yeah, we're symbiotic. That's not symbiotic life. Yeah, it's not. That is isolation. We're disconnecting. Yeah, from you're the gonna plug-in. die from 
you're going to die without that organism giving you help. Yeah. And that other organism is another human being. Yeah. That conscious thought. I think that it, I guess what I'm saying is it sounds good on the, on yes. the surface, right? It, no, like, it, you know, it has But it also intent. has its, it, what do you mean you, you want to barricade for how long? Yeah. Like, you know, like how long are you going to sit in your apartment and how are you going to make the money if you don't leave? Like how long yeah. is this going to pan out? And then, and, and then I, I get that people are afraid, but I'm saying like, what are we supposed to do in a world with billions of people when something like this happens? Clearly, we're supposed to act like we care a lot of the time, but do the same exact things while we're so paranoid of them ruining our lives or killing mm. us or killing each other. And what I mean is like going to huge shows. I've been to shows and there's fat lines where there's hella people going in the same porter party one after another and yeah. whatever breath is in there is all trapped up in there. Well, yeah, I was in a mosh each pit person, each person, the day each before. Person. I think it was two days before uh we got the coronavirus uh like shutdown in, in this area yeah there's a corn concert yeah and at the time i was really you know into corn and uh so we went i went with three buddies and we had a mosh pit right in the middle of it yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. and like that and there was people sick there i remember dude i remember people coughing and Sketch. i remember talking to some you're all thinking and, all paranoid like, like no oh, right man, like literally tonight. like five minutes and this is how uh unprevalent the coronavirus was in our head at this time five minutes before we got in like we were walking up to the thing and we're like oh i hope that no one has it right now <laughs> Because, like, that's all the thought process was at the time, was no one was worried about it. And yeah. and so, like, we were just like, oh, okay, whatever. And that was the only thought we had of it at the time. And then I think when we walked out of it, we said same thought about the same place. Oh, you know, uh, I hope we're all good today. And then, like, two days later, shut down. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that it gives a perspective of how we looked at it before. I still kind of don't really, like, we, we talked about the, the particles there's some science behind it that people are just totally oblivious to. Well, absolutely. And don't At a certain believe. point, there's a lot of those things that are happening right now. And I feel like there's a lot of those of us that have felt crazy during this last two years because we're told to think the opposite of what actually is logically senseful. Uh-huh. You know, like with it coming out of Wuhan. Like, you know, yeah. just saying, like, it's not racist to say that. I don't know where that idea came from, where everyone was like, no, I mean, we call it the Spanish Trump flu, thing. right? You know, no, even <laughs> like, if we don't even call it, it didn't even come from Spain. Dude, entirely. dude, we could have just said, like, look, there's been an outbreak. This is a serious deal. If we would have been told that we would have, I really think most people would have been like, all right, we got to fix this. So this shit don't happen. And then we want to hold our government accountable yeah. to make sure that doesn't happen again. Well, but now is, we're, it's like getting twisted into well, this. If, if you we look, have to fix it and, and we're responsible responsible yeah, for killing right. each other we you are my enemy neighbor right. you know i feel like that's kind of what's coming about uh, us you know and they, they, it's felt like that it stripped me and made me depressed over the last two years and then i kind of got over it because i realized like i'm here i'm supposed to have this experience i'm going to keep on living but i'm also going to take precautions a little bit you know what i mean you can get yeah. sick bro well i think i got I, sick last week off of something else i don't even know what it was Flu, don't even know what it was. It was just flu, man. wasn't the flu. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Flu, it definitely wasn't COVID though, because I got tested. We're solid. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not too worried about it. I think you can get COVID more than once. I think that the myth that oh I have antibodies so I can't get it again is ridiculous. Um, Aaron Rodgers would be a good case right now since that's going through. Since he right. said he already had it and you know he had immunity to it. Which I support him for not getting the vaccine. I, don't, I think people I don't think should, should be, be able forced. to make that decision, and especially if you feel like there's good reason to not get it, and you feel bold, mm-hmm. that's your decision. But yeah. there also has a ripple effect, and when you make that decision, it is very clear to I think most of humanity right now that whatever decision that is, you are accepting that, yeah. and the fate of how that turns out. Yeah, I, I definitely. But accept. us vacillating for years now, 
Yeah. Not knowing, oh, I don't know. What's right? What's wrong? I don't know. The information changed again this week. The CDC says uh, something oh. else. The, the WHO just, uh, you know, it's yeah. just this this paranoid, hellish thing that I feel like everyone, like almost when you look at people walking because I'm a people watcher, if I were to like look at people walking, it's like speaking a language where there's just whispers like, uh, I don't know. Uh, which way do I go? Uh, yeah. You know? No, I, th- I think uh, I think your decision carries weight and... You know, you have to be informed, though, I think is really the True. struggle that we're in Absolutely. right now. In this in InfoWars day that we it live It is, in. dude. You're right. It's really this deception. Damn Alex Jones for taking that, though, because then people think we're talking about that. Yeah. But it's just it's informational war. Yeah, it's it's a psychological war, in my opinion. You know, yeah, whatever's going on. I think it's all about deception. Um, but that goes back to biblical, too. There, there's... It's crazy how much the Bible lines up with what's going on in our daily life and... Uh, I mean, you can argue with me. You can be upset with my belief on it. You can say whatever you want, but it, there, there's cold hard facts coming out of the Bible right now about everything that's going on. Right. Uh, people being lovers of themselves is written in the Bible, and that's what we're in day day of. Check this out. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but also no. like yeah. think about like cancer runs in my family. Uh huh. Okay. So did my parents make me, and and, and maybe they should be uh, shamed because they made me, and I might get cancer and die one day. That is sadly a thought of abortion. You know? That is sadly a thought of abortion is they're like, well, for Down syndrome, let's just focus on that because that's really where it comes to. You know, you get pregnant. Someone gets pregnant and, uh, what is it, third trimester, you get te- you get offered a test to see if you have Down syndrome or maybe end of second so that way you can abort the baby. Uh-huh. And that's a real thing that yeah. every pregnant person gets told. Mm. Every pregnant person gets told, do you want to kill your baby if they have uh, some kind of mental disorder? And it's, it's, it's just mind-boggling how much we don't value life. I feel, though, that like there should be choice. That's my opinion, right? But I'm not uh-huh. trying to disagree. I'm trying to say that also, though, that all this abortion, uh, 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 birth control, mm. all these things were actually originally developed to yeah. keep people from populating, not to help you live your life and not get pregnant yeah. until you want to. It was about actually like depopulating certain species, like certain uh, cultures and races, certain, certain bro, racial, literally. Yeah, well, it all, it all stems, and now it's transcended it into this thing the, where we want it. Yeah, it all stems we, we to decide the black which one we back get to in use. The 60s and that. Because, uh, oh, before at, then, too, though. Well, for I sure. Mean, like I mean, eugenicists. At, eugenicists. Well, like, I'm you know. not going to say before then, because if you look at the slavery, you know, they, they bred with black people all the time. All the time. And right. they just called them illegitimate children. Right. They had breeding plantations for them. So I'm not right. going to say it's all the time because in the 1800s, oh, they wanted the black people in their in their community. Like Thomas fucking to, Jefferson. To get, to get them. Well, any of them, dude. I know. But I'm, I'm not, just saying I'm like the last name Jefferson. Yeah, like that's where it transcends guess, from because yes, there was a lot of children but, that he would like illegitimately yes, were Jefferson. I've heard. I've like, heard which is crazy. That, yes. but, which but, is still legitimately a Jefferson, but like he would consider yeah, illegitimately would, a yeah, person. Because they're not from the main head household or main right. head um, even though they brought them there yes right yes yes it's, it's, but it's wild right and we got wild. here this is where we are now and we could argue and bitch and moan about how like well you don't understand the way things used to go and this and that but like we're here now like uh-huh. you know if we want to look at it like you know generations passing and if we have a purpose all together as a collective in the long run then what are we doing with it we're just going to vacillate and live in fear still well i'm going to say you know i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that the griping and the arguing over what happened back in the in the day matters because yeah. 
you know, like you said, we're, we're, we're all together. So the past is still a part of us that right. we are today. It is. Um, so we need to look at those to make, I would, I would say amends. Yeah. We need to make amends to things that we did because we need to own up to what we did. It is not a society. And not ignore it and act like no. that didn't happen either. No. Like that's a big I, that's part what, of society. That's what's though. going on with these history books now. Right. It's crazy. It is crazy. And it's that's crazy. what I think when people talk about like critical race theory and all stuff, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about all these other problems? Like that's one blanket term, but like think about how much they've changed history since we were kids already and the curriculum, how much it drastically changes. Well, 9-11's in the history books now. It's crazy. And yeah. I, I was talking to my son and by the way my son's five in kindergarten and he was asking about uh i don't know how we got on topic oh he was asking about this fire truck that i brought for a speech about 9-11 and so i had to tell him about the day and i realized that he will never hold like we talked about location has energy and time you know he will never have that same impact that 9-11 had on me like that was a big day and so we now it's in your history book so now people get taught it but the, those things, you know, that's why I say you got to look at the the past because those people know the feeling, right. directly know the feeling where a history book, well, at least a textbook, will tell you like factual evidence where if you get some memoir or you get some, right. uh, you'll get that connotative feeling behind right, like it. a diary or a like diary, some kind of autobiography, like the, the tools like that, that they would use on a on a daily basis like those yes. things would really get you to empathize whoa like, the cultural context yes yes, yes. and, and the yes. different reasoning that they would use even at that time maybe mm-hmm. like based off of cultural differentiation mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i think the past has a huge part to play on the future um and i think that it's very important to listen to the younger generation but the younger generation needs even more importance to listen to the older generation. Because if they don't listen to the older generation, the same mistakes are going to be made. Right. Um, but I'm not saying you have to agree with it. Right. No, you don't have to. You can love them. Right. Like, uh, for because the younger generation right now is atypically, or not atypically, stereotypically, you know, nowadays we got LGBTQ community supporters. Where you look at older generation, they're totally against it. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to hate them. That doesn't mean you have to bring out this negative energy. Don't support it. That's fine. But let them make that decision. Like you said, let them have a decision. But don't take away the decision. Like, I don't think abortion should be a thing. Now, do I think that we should have laws in place to, you know, put people in jail? That's up to the community. Uh, I don't. If we do, we do. <laughs> That's fine by me because I believe it's killing. But I'm not going to force them to follow my ways. Right. You know, that's I'm not going to project myself Kind of like on with me. drugs. I mean, like, you don't want to... I get what you're saying. Like, that's your opinion, and it shouldn't be so outwardly forced on everyone. Mm-hmm. Like a mandate, too. Like, if you feel, like, strongly about getting this, this is an option to get the vaccine. Yeah. You get it, you know? But if you don't... if We would recommend it, but we're not going to make you get it. That's well, like weirder, the, right? Like, you know, you think even from a governmental standpoint, they'd be like... It's kind of weird though. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little oppressive, because our our nation's not going to fly with this very well. You know, no. What I mean? Well, it's going to be hugely divided because we're like 50, is. 50 right now. It in, is, bro. I don't like it. Mask versus non-mask. And I hate it. Vaccine versus non-mask. I hate the I hate the the fifty fifty of everything. Yeah. The civil warness of all of it. The psychological. It civil really, war. It really. Like, I really don't like it. It, it it it's become this battleground. Yeah. Where I mean, every conversation versus neighbor. Yeah. And for every interaction. And it, it, it's great to see those little, 
battles one i would say where where you see the people i would say for instance like i i don't believe in the vaccine but uh you you got it right i got it bro yeah, so, and so, i don't and so I there's didn't a communal want to get there's it, a communal here though but i think uh you know i think the vaccine is a mandate to control like you were talking about right. it's, it's a mandate to control because i think there's a higher agenda to this cuz this screams things of revelation this screams things of control with mark of the beast and we've talked about this before well think about this dude if another uh, virus comes around that's like way crazier than covid right Mm -hmm. and we could say 100 years from now but it also could be not that far away and and if that happens we could see how much more control will be grabbed and how we'll already be used to the idea of just staying inside and locking away and don't listen to the media because it's all wrong yeah. You know, and trust us at CNN well, only. And right? not, not you know? only just that, vibe. that concept of, of the news in our area, but there's also right now a setup of uh, powerheads meeting together and joining together to broaden a spectrum of now it's actually been officially. Well, it's been officially announced for a while, but New World Order. Right. Um, this this recently got talked about, uh, brought up in a conference. Someone brought it up. I forgot what country, but. But one of the people that are meeting to make these new heads in Israel and stuff are talking about it. So it's it's something that you got to look at because they're they're setting up a stage for us to be controlled in a way that takes away this freedom. This this act of free speech is really what they're going after. Right. And that's a when we start going after that, it's it's downhill from there. Uh, and. Joe Rogan, I saw a snip of this recently. He said, uh, it's interesting that whenever gen- whenever uh, societies start questioning gender, that's when the rule starts to fall. Right. And he said it goes back to like Roman Empire, goes back to Greek, it goes back to all of the empires. They've all fallen and it, at and that it is, point. It's, it's, it's also like because, it could be coincidental, but also I think that where we're at right now, and the way things seem to be moving, it just seems like it's coming to a screeching halt. And I think a lot of people feel like that way. Even in a sense of what? Even if they don't no. lean on a political side, like almost like like people feel like our society is like it's coming apart. Like things don't make oh, yeah. sense like they used to. Well, and truth not, is not being only, questioned. Yeah, and that's a great thing. But the, the 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 fabric of reality is almost now no longer tethered to us all. Like we literally stare at a screen all the time, and yeah. we're we're almost like want to be in another place. Like, well, that's why we have all those virtual reality games. Right. We have augmented reality games like Pokemon Go. Right. Uh, we have all these. And it kind of it's kind of like I don't suggest that we only be here and be like tethered to the world forever uh-huh. either. It's just interesting, like you know. By questioning it is good because I feel like right now. Though we're questioning the wrong things, we're like questioning only us. We only care about us. It's so selfish driven. And yet we're not questioning how to make things better. We're not questioning how to be a community. Um, only in the sense that we're questioning the community is to force on ideals. Right. Comply. Please. <laughs> to comply to And then to mandate. manufacture consent in other ways. Yes. You know, like, yes. hey, oh, if we don't do this, this will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, we better do that right now. We better put up the barricades. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's a tough world we live yeah. in today, but I think we have to look at the bright side of it. And the bright side really is that we have a life to live. You know, we wake up every day. That is that is a blessing. And it might be just the beginning of of having these these yeah self oriented 
concerns on a on a rampage you could say mm. but maybe it's going to transcend into bigger thoughts for most people that are having yeah. these small-minded thoughts you could say or maybe yeah. it's growing and i would like to hope that but maybe yeah. it'll be like expansion of the consciousness or whatever you want to call it to where it's like whoa now i understand more but it, but my fear is that we don't have all day like you know when controls being taken and certain things are being taken that sets the transcendence for the rest of your kids and your grandkids mm-hmm. too it doesn't go away you know, so we can't just be too vacillating and thinking, oh, I'll learn later. I'll learn later yeah. so, with some things because things happen really rapidly, especially when when uh, big powers try to take more control from something, whatever that is. Yeah, I think the the old adage, take a day by day in, in a new light is you have today would be a better way to say it. Yeah. You have today. Yeah, you have because really, you don't have tomorrow. You, you don't, don't even know. know if tonight, you, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. really like I think yeah. about that so much when I'm driving in a car. Like, yeah. I hope I make it home. But I'm like, I'm going to make it home. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to make it home. But I'm also like, I could not. And then I kind of go, but that's okay. It would be terrible. Like those mm-hmm. rushes of like, my parents, my wife, they'd be crying. Like, But then it's like, yeah, but you know, that'd just be my time. And yeah. it's kind of a bold thing. It, some people could be like, wow, Tyler, you could just let go. That's careless. It's like, no, I, I feel like I just need to find some sense of de- detachment too. Because I'm connected in bigger ways to other things, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, if you hold on to those uh, attachments, they can lead you in a good path. But if you put those above, um, you know, I would say love, you, then then you're you're gonna walk down a path that's gonna be a what if scenario. And yeah, whenever you're in a I what if, you. you're always in anxiety. Yeah. So uh, you need those outcomes of truth. I also think though, like, no, I gotta get home. I got things to do. I got places <laughs> right. to be. I have a woman to love. Like, I yeah. have a family to take care of. I have chickens to feed. I got a garden to tame. I got work to go tomorrow. Like, I, I actually looked at things like, like the 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 symbiosis needs me. Like mm-hmm. this this. If without me is not my time to not be here yet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I have to be here. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I also see though that like there's times where in the past I would spend a lot of time on my phone. Right. And I yeah. would live in this world of like wanting to get some kind of um, conversation through that. And it was not effective for me and I hated it. So now like that's why I have podcasts. That's why everywhere I go, I feel like I spark conversations. And a lot of times they just lead to dead ends, you know, you could say, or just like small talk. Yeah. But I usually dig deeper and then sometimes people get weirded out and they don't want to talk about it or whatever. Yeah, there's, there's So resistance. there's a time and a place there's though, a, too, yeah. you know. I think it there's a time on... and a place to have crazy thoughts about transcendence or whatever mm. it is, you know. There's there's a time and a place, you know. There's Not con- every moment of every conviction day. Conviction in them you need to bring in. You need to have that conviction in that person and you need to have the conviction in you to have that opportunity, you know, and you need to have something tugging at your heart to want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I feel people do want to talk about it, but you know, I think maybe they've been burned sometimes Yeah. and they, they're not ready to open it up again because, uh, they don't know that person, but then on the opposite spectrum, then I, there's people that are just ready to let it out. And I know right. I'm that way sometimes. And then online you have people that. that are like, yeah. they really vocal about their opinions, but that's a very small percentage of how many people actually feel that way. Right. Because a lot of people like even myself, I'm kind of not very vocal on social media other than mm. posting my podcast clips and stuff yeah. because I don't want to um, – I don't know. Like I'm kind of – I don't like being very narcissistic. I'm in this weird thing where I'm trying to accept that I, I, I'm okay on camera and stuff even, right? Like, you know. Okay. But the reality of, of – where was I going with this? Don't like being on camera. No, it's not it. <laughs> it's like I don't know why I, I feel like I've pulled back. But then most of the time when I go, oh, that's why, is because 
I don't want to be on social media always telling people how to feel, how to think, mm-hmm. agree with me, look at me, tell me I'm doing good things, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like us doing that too much is taking away from where we actually are in our position. And I found I found no solace in that. I found no connection in that. And I feel like having conversations in reality and in person too, even over the phone, those things, every now and then checking in on people, those mm-hmm. things are very important. And, and if we didn't fill those roles, uh, we could see like things are not working out. We're alone. Yeah, I think know? that that's for me, that's a, the love of the world, man. If you're not, it shows you care, shows you have empathy. It shows you have compassion for that person. You want to yeah. give your heart to them. Yeah. You know, you want to be an ear for them to listen to. You want to be a shoulder for them to lay on. And we weren't created alone. Like, no. we were clearly created with others. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're meant to be interacting. Interacting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and instead of, oh, I think where I was going was, is like, I'm afraid to talk about certain things actually because mm-hmm. I fear that someone's going to go, no, you're wrong. And I don't even want to deal with it. So yeah. I don't even say those things, really. And I think a lot of people are on that same wavelength. Like, where they don't choose to really say what's really on their mind because they know they're going to get backlash. And there's going to be some people that like them. And maybe a lot of it's positive reinforcement, but there's also this negative reinforcement. And it just this this overwhelming thing to deal with yeah. almost. You that, know? Could, that could be older generation because a lot of the older generation had this condemnation of the world. Like you have to – it's black and white. You have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. So whenever you would go out of line, they would – you know, they thought if you get them in trouble every single time, then it's going to fix the ways. And, you know, I'm dealing with that in my life because I was that way. I was raised that way. I teach that way. And so you, you have to pull, separate yourself and find the middle ground of where, you know, it's not your choice to judge everyone, but it is your choice to show your love for everyone. Yeah. And so I think that's where we got to make the choice is to spread that love, give a positive encouragement or, you know, share a joke or, you know, just show people that you're there, you see them, you're acknowledging them and you actually care for them, you know? And I feel that we have moved so far away from that in this world where it's like, okay, I care for you because I liked your picture. Oh, I care for you because I wrote a comment and then, and if I didn't comment, you think I don't care right. for you. Though that's the flip yeah. side of it too, where I feel yeah, like it makes you feel alone because you're like, wow, where are all these other people not liking my posts? Yeah, I guess me? I guess it's but true. it's like, yeah. but who cares? Maybe yeah, they I, just I, didn't see. Yeah, it, I don't. Right? I don't care for that. So that's not something that goes through my process. No, I'm just. That, that I, makes, I could that see that that's sense, how people though. could view it, especially people that are really addicted to that kind of um, satisfaction. Yeah, right. And that, that gratification, especially at the younger age. I remember that's what they always talked about when we were in high school. But to me, that wasn't. Social media wasn't the platform for that. Right. I would always fuck around and troll on there. And apparently people loved it, apparently. <laughs> really? you know? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah, when right. Facebook was cool at the beginning where there wasn't right. a bunch of boomers on There wasn't, bro. It was kind of weird. It was like this like cool MySpace, right? Uh-huh. You know? But then it got fucked up. And then Twitter And happened. now it's called Meta. <laughs> oh, Meta. That's Facebook is pa- now changed. Group, the parent group, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Meta is the parent group. Sounds like maybe Facebook might be in trouble soon, huh? They because are why in trouble. They That's change why they the changed name. Yeah, because uh-huh. oh, you can see Facebook. They only have a few assets. <laughs> well, it's it's to pull that connotation that their their brand is invading your privacy is really right. what it is yeah. uh, to pull away from because they're they're invading your privacy. I mean, I can't believe Messenger's a thing. It, the things that it, it says when you agree to it, you know, I'm yeah. like, you, it's pretty radical. It's like, dude, your phone could just be sitting there and it has all access to it. I mean, yeah. But then I look at the flip side. I'm like, dude, almost everything has that access. 
right? Yeah. But I mean, like Google hey, has that access. Yeah. Google's tracking your phone right now, dude. It knows right. every location you've been. Right. Ever and since it can be used an against you or for uh, you. Yeah. Right? And when you think we're only using it for us, but it's yeah. also being used against, or, or or maybe not even against us, but it's it's you it's being used to manipulate our purchases, our directions, our it's our, to well, take away in, information your downtime, that we absorb. Because we were talking about the Astro World thing, yeah. and I pulled up TikTok, and I didn't even pull up this video, and it was right. already talking about Astro just, just telling me to talk about it, <laughs> telling me to think about it more, you know. And that's what it does. That's what these algorithms do, right? We know that. Oh, but man. the algorithm now needs to be symbiosis. Symbiosis. I wonder what that'll pull up. I feel like that connotation of the word is also a little Based. misconstrued. Yeah. I feel now because I think when. When I think of symbiosis, the first thing I think of is actually witchcraft and stuff. Really? Because that's what they preach is this one world religion where wow. where they are love everyone no matter what you do. And I don't think that's symbiosis. I, I think don't symbiosis is an agreement between two different parties that have conflicting minds but come to an agreement onto it to still get the ecosystem yes. like complete like yeah. you know because if you look at a, a shark and what what is this a fish that goes under it the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Hank, little, not hanker fish uh, I know what you mean though but but a sucker fish that hangs on them, yeah, yeah I mean cleaner that, fish that fi- cleaner fish yeah the cleaner yeah. fish that fish can't eat the things that the shark eat it yeah. needs that different lifestyle to feed itself right with plants they need this is why i think of what i always loved symbiosis the word because there's there's different forms of it right there's parasitic there's mutual there's communal communal you know point is 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 plants literally have connections to the soil with fungal roots Uh that now mine for other nutrients that the plant roots themselves could not could not mine for Uh and they exchange sugars to the, the fungus and the fungus exchange newts to the plant and without that phenomena most plants that we see it even now to this day, like forests, everything, they would not really be there, mm-hmm. dare I say, or thriving in any way whatsoever. And we wouldn't be able to grow agriculturally in any way whatsoever if we didn't know anything a little bit about those kinds of things, even though we kind of seem to ignore them a lot in conventional agriculture and we almost like barricade parts of the symbiosis network and we don't realize it because we're just spraying glyphosate, right, which is antibiotic, mm-hmm. kills bacteria in the soil. We don't even think about that. We just think it's killing weeds. That's all it's doing. It's <laughs> like, no, it's actually creating a problem in the soil to where the plant is. In in future, in due time, there won't be much hope. There's no earthworms in that soil. There's no nothing. What's up? Yeah. That's just a dust bowl waiting to happen. What's the problem? Right. You know what I mean? But instead, if we were to kind of go in that other direction where we're like realizing, oh, it's an ecosystem. All the parts have to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, even the pests. But that means we have to have beneficials. They battle it out. You know it reminds I mean? me of a Idiocracy. Have you ever watched that movie? Yes. <laughs> really? We're living in those times, Dude, bro. We are it feels like, bro. Times. I remember seeing that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. And I thought it was funny, right? But then as I got older, I was like, whoa, that movie was a trip. And then when you see uh-huh. like... You see, like, Terry Crews being the WWE champion, and he's the president of the United <laughs> yeah. States, and everyone's just like, woo! Yeah, yeah it's kind of wild, bro, because we're in those kind of times where we're literally cheering on a president right now, too, that's, he's, dude, he's asleep, and he's, he's falling he can't sleep, even speak dude, to the right? Pope, he's Catholic, yeah. and he, he mumbled to the Pope a bunch of weird shit oh, that didn't make I sense. Didn't I, I thought no I I don't pay attention no but I'm saying like he meets much, the Pope and then yeah. he doesn't even he like says some weird well, ass shit with doesn't the world make leaders, sense man he fell asleep on Israel's world leader yeah. uh, Ben whatever his name is Hadi or no. and, and, and yeah. a lot of people that are behind that man that support the fuck out of him and say well fuck you if you don't agree yeah instead of I disagree but I see where he's going with this no how could you see he's not even paying attention He's right. literally so he's old, not even bro. seeing, man. He's you know? in his dream state. <laughs> and I want I wish that he didn't have to be the president at such an old age because 
He's uh. dude. The old age doesn't bother me. It's all the things that he has in his life that he does, like the yeah. sleeping, the losing the his drone train strikes. of thought, dude. The he, drone strikes. Uh, I mean, yeah, drone strikes. I mean, every president's been drone strikes. I know, though, but dude, bro, so it's really increasing. And he it really, the, it's you know? the it's the way he's been doing it. Like the, the other day, he was signing a memorandum, and he's like, I don't know what this says. Like, yeah, Trump would say... read the entire thing. Obama would read the entire Bro, thing. I think that he's literally on the way out. And I hope not, but I think he's that old. And I think he's going downhill that much. Maybe. I mean, And I thought that before he got elected. Yeah, because thought... he's saying nonsense. Like, there was points where he at least could keep his train of thought and, and keep the sentence going. Well, it, honestly, but now he just says some wild shit and well, then says something else. He has, while a prompter. Like, he has a prompter. And I think he's like misreading it, and then oh. it just keeps going. And he's like, "Okay, I'll just move on. Whatever. I don't remember it." Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, every every president has a prompter. Yeah. Every single president we've had. But him Trump for a wasn't year. reading that shit then. Yeah, uh, yeah, who was he writing was. his shit then? He was. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> on his phone tweeting. He's like, "No, I'm gonna save that for my yeah, speech." Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's gonna use that later. Wild oh, times. That, that was a good one. I mean, he quoted his tweets sometimes. So, so, he did. Bro. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, pretty wild. I mean, there there's been proof that all the presidents i think it was a uh, clinton had been told that he the prompter went out so he had it all memorized and you learn about these things in political science class yeah. too that they talk about how and how it's so awesome so you can memorize all these words right and it's just like but what does that good get you man? just memorize you're regurgitating just saying yeah. what someone else told you to say so that you can nod and smile and kiss babies yeah. but it's like dude what about what's actually going on? The actual right. problems at hand and the empathy with the common working man. Like, hey, yeah, where's the disconnect there yeah. going? And know? we're so quick to, you know, go help save a country, but we're not help. We're we not there to help, to help home, and bro. give them water, help provide them. I mean, I'm 100 percent in agreement with that. We and, need to help yeah. home right now. We're, we're we need yeah, to no, a healing we, time right now. I think, yeah, we do know. need to. I think uh, our home is our real battleground that we need to be focusing on, and we've gotten so far yeah. away from it. Uh, whatever it may be, I I don't know entirely. I don't know the truth of right. it. But but honestly, we we are too focused on the outside world and how we can control it, instead of focusing on the inward world and how we can prevent things bad things from happening right. that are truly there, like homelessness that are truly there, like people like the job market right now is insanely undersaturated right now, yeah. and and the people that are working are working incredibly intense hours like yeah, amazon and, workers and short sh- people because there's not enough workers so you like have you to couldn't work even more get a, hours and harder you couldn't even get a break at amazon recently yeah. they wouldn't give you bathroom breaks you would have a 10 minute break and that would be considered if you didn't go to the bathroom in 10 minutes you would be considered in violation yeah and i'm not that's down insane. With that. yeah that's, that's crazy insane. that's super compliance i don't like it yeah i think so it's kind of promoting the same thing we're kind of worried about in the world yeah. but we just keep buying it we just keep buying on amazon i know i did last week yeah, I just, I just got new headphones this morning. Yeah, we all contribute, bro. Um, we do, I guess. We're all in it. And that way, we're contributing to that warehouse life. But let's contribute to some love, bro. Yeah, no, I, I totally. I think that's the main main thing that we're we're here for is to spread love through this world, and that's through, I think, in a sense, denying yourself, man, because you got to put someone else for, first before you could give love. Yeah, you know, there's a yeah. I want to say if it's a Greek word properly, agape. It means to love someone else uh, above your own needs. Okay. And it's like a self-sacrifice love. Yeah. This is a great word. I love that word. Um, And I think I try to put that in place. And I think that's what we need in this world is to give something without care of getting something in return is another way to. Yeah, you don't need credit for every little thing. 
You don't no, need a cookie every moment to be like, oh, good job, Tyler. You did no. it. Like, and, you know, and if you tell yourself that shit. And if you're truly doing it, man, I feel so much like I agree. A, emotional growth when I do that. When and I, and it gets so, so much emotional growth that you don't even you don't feel the need to talk about it. You no. don't go brag about it and no. want credit now I in the brag wanna, session. I just want to do it more. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to do it and then not tell anybody. And be like, yeah, this yeah. was good. Like, yeah. it was fun. Like, you know, yeah. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, man. I think it's been great. I would love to come back on anytime. You will. I will. I would love to have you on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whenever we get a chance, man. All right, man. Hell yeah. (laughs) Appreciate you, man. Thank you, listener, for tuning back in to the Symbiosis Now podcast. Thank you, Ryan Castile, so much for honoring me with this great conversation Thank you so much for keeping it real out there, bro. Beyond that, you're rolling with momentum, with your purpose, and your understanding. I love it. I hope the listener can understand that that's what we all must do. We got to find our calling. We have to pay attention to what is happening in our world and in our lives. And we have to be there for each other enough to have conversations so we can actually each understand that we're not all tripping here. We're not all just crazy. We're not all just out here lost in space, you know, unless that's what you want to believe, because sometimes I like to believe that too, you know, but let's be real. We find purpose in our lives as humans. So let's find that. And I find it to be often leading back to being more connected somehow, because whether we realize it or not, it is so. Hence why the podcast is a thing. This great conversation is now available and I'm super happy to have a good old friend back in touch with me having deep conversation and ryan castile he will definitely appear on the show again because he's got a lot more stuff to talk about and so do i which means you have a whole lot more listening to do listener so shout outs all around take care out there tyler colombero signing off i hope to catch you on the next episode of the symbiosis now podcast.